This is Little Jedi. This is Kenton BP. This is G. Fanson saying blessings to you, my lovely people. This is Kay Baker. This is her better half, Jay Baker. This is not a rookie boy. This is Slaying Giant. This is Patriot Nana. This is Camilla. This is Joel Jumpman. This is Austin H. This is R.B. Hoster. This is Second Gen Pappy. This is Stanky Stankowitz. This is No Little Man Mine. This is Tired Mama, and I have a mouthful of brisket. <laughs> this is the old slow one, Faith Dillon, coming to you from We the Beeple in beautiful downtown Fort Worth, Texas. This is Jay Baker again. I'm now in the doghouse. This is Wilson 35. Strike Engineer. This is Robalon B. This is Dole Amrock. This is Asperger. And you're listening to We the People. You're welcome, Pure Teach. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Pure Teach. We've just finished a fantastic conversation with Little Jedi. Really excited to share it with you. Just wanted to record something very quickly to say that, unfortunately, I did have some technical problems with my microphone during the podcast recording, and nobody realized until after it had finished. So I will sound a little distant and weird. My apologies, but everyone else sounds great, and uh, hopefully you can still enjoy some really good content. It was really good fun getting to know Little Jedi, and uh, we hope you enjoy the interview as well. Here we go. I need a to myself, well, I can't be a real Jedi. Or at least a, a full Jedi, but maybe I could be a little Jedi. Hey everyone, what's up? This is Pure Teach coming back at you in March. It's nearly spring. I'm really excited. All the flowers and trees are starting to come out. The depressing European winter is, is finally coming to an end uh, as Aslan moves through the country and breathes life into this cold, white, wintry wonderland. How's things over there in uh, in the States, uh, Prof? Is it cold and snowy still? I've seen lots of pictures of, uh, from you on what the beer looks like. You've had a it is snow. indeed cold and snowy, and I have I need to file a complaint. Do you think Greta Thunberg listens to this? I'm you not think sure. she does? Can I talk about her? And Is that okay if I talk about her? I don't she want did. to hurt her feelings. She did throw a temperature tantrum, I saw from She her did, beer. she did. So, um... The city I am in, um, we probably are close to double the amount of global warming that's fallen from the sky, uh, or cl- global climate change, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yesterday, we had 40-mile-an-hour winds, and it snowed sideways for quite a while. Wow. And so I just want to file a complaint um, about global warming with Greta, because whatever she's doing, she's going the wrong direction. It's actually colder. Um, I still have two feet of snow on the ground where I'm at. And I'm getting really, really tired of it. So that's that's my that's what's going on for me. How's that? Yeah. Well, you can, it's okay. You could just make false predictions, and then four years later, just delete your tweet. Just every four or five years, say the world's going to end, and then delete it when it doesn't happen. Yeah, I think that works. True. Yeah. Unfortunately, conservatives can't do that and get away with it, but only only liberals can. Apparently, you will be cancelled. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, well, listen. We shouldn't hog the spotlight completely because we are joined by some wonderful extra people today. And uh, we're very excited to have Kurgel back with us again. Hey, Kurgel. Hey, how are you doing? Really good. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. 
Yep. And it's fun to be here. Um, I would also like to issue a complaint because we also had snow yesterday. And was it thick? Not too much, but, but any amount is too much right now. And it's pretty cold. So I'm still looking down the line for spring someday. I had to laugh because I've been see, I've been following you guys on Not The Bee and I've just seen the incredible amount of snow that you get over there. And we had what can only be described as a tiny little brushing of snow and the whole country was in a panic and there was news, news messages that stay home, don't go to work, it's far too dangerous. So I kind of uh, opened up our, uh, our windows uh, in the morning to inspect what was going on in the world and there was hardly anything there. So. And then it was gone by lunchtime, so it's very pathetic. We, we hardly get any snow here, so it's it's just dark, cold, raining, and miserable. So I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to the summer, but, um, as I'm sure you guys are, are by now. I ran my snowblower yesterday because I had enough snow that it drifted in and bought up to my knees on the side of my driveways, and it was that heavy, wet stuff. And that was the 16th time, um, so I... As I poured real live gasoline into my snowblower to fill it up, to start it and get it running, I was like, curse you, Greta, is all I was thinking in my mind. So, <laughs> anyway. But if you're using fossil fuels, probably yes. you're, you're part of the problem. Yeah, that, thankfully, gladly, because I can't imagine a battery powered snowblower working very well. In my mind, that does seem like a good thing. So, <laughs> hey, well, listen, and uh, we've got uh, somebody else with us today as well. Everyone probably knows by now. We're really excited to have a, a man who, yeah, taken the forum by storm, I think. Uh, speaking of storms, <laughs> but he's taken the forum by storm. Uh, he's not been on the B forum for that long. And uh, he's, he's, he's made an amazing entrance and he's just brought so much value to the forum. So Prof and I were really excited to get him on. It is, of course, the one and only Little Jedi. Welcome to We the People. It is I. Welcome. And I, however, would like to thank Greta for the global warming that she has brought because it melted the snow from my house rather quickly. So I'm currently not seeing any global warming outside right now. So I thank her for global warming and please bring more. Somebody else's global warming is somebody else's global cooling. I think that's the, the lesson here. You it know, is true. Sharing is caring. You need to share your global warming with me. <laughs> I wish I could. Good stuff. I, I think there might be this thing called weather that maybe Greta didn't consider. I'm not sure. You know, when the the, the earth, you know, revolves around this thing called the sun and weather happens. Hmm. I wonder if global so climate change couldn't just be weather. Is that a possibility? Am no. I or am I thinking outside the science right now? Am I just kind of thinking outside the science? You have science? to follow the science, Prof. Okay. I'm not doing no, that. No, you apparently. have to follow the science only if it goes in certain approved directions. Okay. There's gotcha. science and then there's the science. Make sure you follow <laughs> the science. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, so how how are we all doing? So we've uh, we've we've heard about your snow issues there, Prof. So um I'm pretty active on not to be. I think a lot of people know that. And there's a young man who's a, a teenager, I think he's right around 16, and he's hilarious on Not The Bee, and he has, um, over the last couple of years, taken on personalities of several politicians um, as, on Not The Bee, Joe Biden, AOC, Donald Trump, and he does it super well. Like You would not know 
this is a teenage kid, 15, 16. You, you would not know that unless, he, unless you really knew him. And he will often pitch headlines in a group we have on Not The Bee where people can go and just kind of put headlines there, workshop them a little bit and try to get people's opinions. And it just dawned on me one day, like, why isn't he on, not on the Babylon Bee? So um, I asked him and uh, I asked the powers that be, can he be on the Babylon Bee? And I was told, yes, let's make that happen. So uh, the username is FIRT, F-I-R-D-T. Um, so at FIRT, I did a big introduction to him as a headline a couple of days ago. And I just want everybody who's listening to this to go follow him. Uh, he's still learning how that works on Not The Bee. He hasn't quite figured that out yet. But I told him the more people that he follows, they'll follow him back because that's how we work it here. So please reach out to him, follow him. And he'll, he'll, he's funny, and he'll find, he'll find his voice uh, writing headlines. It takes a little while, obviously, as we all know. So I just want to, just want to mention him. Yeah, it's been uh, really encouraging and, and to see him on the B Forum. And uh, those, those of you that aren't on Not The B might be wondering what his username refers to, but that's kind of a, a long story, isn't it, Prof? Yeah, so um, anything else who is uh, both on the Babylon B and Not The B, um, not terribly long ago, maybe a, two summers ago now, she accidentally wrote FIRT, F-I-R-D-T, instead of FIRST, uh, on an article on the Babylon Bee and did not get the badge for being first because of that. And so um, that was been a, a long-running joke. Uh, and so that became a thing on Not the Bee. And so there's mugs. You could buy a mug uh, that said FIRT on it and T-shirts and stuff like that. So I call her the FIRT lady every so often just to – and that's a compliment. And I jokingly refer to her as my little sister and I'm her big brother. So It's kind of fun how we acquire siblings on the forum of various types. So Yes, absolutely. Murph is my big sister. There you go. I never had one of those since I'm the oldest in my family, but now I have a big sister. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> and my actual little sister is kind of annoying, so I'd like to have a little sister that's I like a little bit better. So I didn't say that, so I didn't say that out loud. I did. Okay. Prof, you and I missed something, apparently. Something very important happened uh, back in February. We missed Be Live, didn't we? It was such a shame. We did. Yes. We missed you. SDH has joined us. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Good to have you on here. And uh, I mean, it's already been talked about, of course, on the main podcast. Um, but um, we were interested just to hear from you guys how it went and what highlights, what stuck out to you, what, what highlights there were, and, uh, and yeah, just how it went, really. So we'll, uh, we'll leave it over to you guys to, to talk us through it all. It was very much, very much fun. I loved meeting Kurgle and hanging out with her. We hung out together almost the whole time. That was really, really fun. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, I miss you, Kurgle. Yeah, I was waiting the whole time because um, you were, when I got to the event place, you were gone. And so I kept watching like, When's, when are you going to get here? When are you going to get here? <laughs> so yeah, it, it was fun. And then we got to work on, at the table together, greeting everybody. Yeah, that's when I saw the two of you. That was that was awesome. So I, I have like you, you, you two bring from the event. You were the ones putting it on. So for you, it was work. I just showed up and it was awesome. Um, so yeah, you were both there. And that was, I mean my highlight of the entire event, and it was a wonderful event, was of course getting to meet Kurgle. But meeting the two of you was great. Having you both right there at the entrance meant that everyone who was a subscriber, I'm sure, 
made a point to see you and saw you. So if, even if they didn't get to see anybody else, they saw Kurgo, who, which was the most important thing. I kept watching for everybody to come in and there were a lot of people there that were not subscribers. And so, yeah. And so when they would come up with, with their badges and they say, okay, well, what should I write on my name or on my badge? And so I get all excited. I said, are you an ex- a subscriber? And they said, no. I was like, oh. <laughs> so that I was just thinking, okay, just put whatever you want on it. Step aside because a subscriber might be behind you. Of course, <laughs> I did not say that, but but yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, then yeah, every time a new subscriber came up, is and it was, and we'd introduce each other and we realized who each other were. Um, then it was just like we were old friends just talking again, and it, it, it was cool. That's really nice. I heard from Stanky. He was. Um... He felt a bit, uh, not disappointed, but I, I know he mentioned there were lots of people there who weren't subscribers. So he was really uh, encouraging me, saying, you've got to come next year if they do it again. Um, so it would be good if, uh, if they do, do do this again and make it a regular thing, if uh, more subscribers can, can, try and, uh, can try and get over. But I, I was trying to subtly suggest they move it to the summer, because for Prof and I, that would be ideal. I hope we can do it in the summer. I think there's a good group of people that would like that. Were there any practical reasons now for doing this in February SCH, or was it just uh, is that the, the, the best felt, what was felt to be the best time for for the guys on stuff? I think they had kind of wanted to do it earlier, and they kept had mm. had to put it off because of COVID. And then, um, as far as picking February, maybe weather you know it's halfway decent in Texas, True. then not so hot. Um, but if we go to another part of the country, mm-hmm. you know, summer, yeah. Yeah, I thought about that. So I, I imagine it gets very hot there in the in the summer. It does. And as, as you heard at the beginning of the episode, the intro to this week's podcast was uh, "Thank you very much to Little Jedi who recorded a whole load of uh, wonderful subscribers who all got together, presumably around your phone, to record uh, to record themselves and say hello for us. That was really cool. Thanks so much for doing that. You're welcome. That was fun. We did that at a lunch we had on the next day after. So it, I got up and said what you were doing, and then I went from one person to the next, pausing in between each person. So as many people as wished to were able to speak their names. Yeah, if I, uh, if I remember correctly, the, the wonderful mother of Dan and Seth, the Mrs. Dylan Senior, was, was also featured in that recording. That was awesome. She's super nice. She gave me a hug, which was awesome. Yeah, I, I got to meet her too. You know, she's very nice. She is. And she was, before Kurgle got there, I had been there in the morning helping stuff bags and she was like a master organizer she had it all she said from all the years of being a pastor's wife and organizing things for the church she just had it down where we were we were very well organized yeah it it was a lot of fun but you all look so happy in the photos yes that was not difficult i enjoyed the photos so you know i wasn't there in person um, so the photos meant a lot to me. So I, I do want to say thank you to everyone who posted the photos. Those were great. It, it made me feel really good. I was smiling the whole night as folks were posting photos on Not To Be, or a lot of folks were posting headlines with photos in the comments um, that night and Saturday also. And that was great. So thank you for everybody who did that. Made me feel a little bit better about not being there, but kind of experiencing a little bit. Yeah. yeah, Kurgle posted a great headline for that that is on my list of headlines that will never be removed from my saved headlines list. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I got a lot of pictures with a lot of people. Um, not 
everybody. Um, and it was so busy and there were so many people, you know, I, I didn't get to talk to everybody and I didn't get to talk to everybody and everyone I did get to talk to not near as much as I wanted to, but it, it was so fun. And yeah, there were so many people. So hopefully the ones that were not subscribers will become new subscribers. There's definitely been an increase of subscribers since the event. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. Are you allowed to say at this stage? Is it? I guess it's still too early, isn't it? But I know there was there was definite rumblings of wanting to try and make this a more regular thing. Yeah, they're talking about a yearly, or at least you know, doing another one next year. So everybody was excited about it. I think the staff was hugely encouraged. Um, just loved saving special things to put on only there. And then now they're starting to release some of that. So you're seeing some of the things that happen there. So um, I think everybody felt great about it. And I don't know if you've noticed that more people are, more staff are interacting on the headline forum. Yes. I've since be live. This is true. They met subscribers and they, I, I think everybody felt like they wish they had more time to, and that we had scheduled more time for interaction with uh, for subscribers and meetups and all that kind of stuff. So Kyle would really like to make it longer and have more time, you know, more downtime to just hang out. That'd be sweet. And like, I think I posted a headline about this, but I really hope next time there's not assigned seating, but labeled seating so that I can post, I am in this seat or I am in that seat. So then I can go hunt people down or at least know where they are likely to be the next time that we are all called back to our seats. Because there were a few people that I missed I really wish I hadn't. Yeah, it was, I, I felt like I would meet somebody and give them a hug and talk and like, oh, you're this, oh, you're that person. And then think, okay, we'll talk later. And then that never happened. So like even Little Jedi, I wish I had talked to you more because I don't, I don't know why. I just didn't take time to like go buttonhole people. And, and so next time I'm going to do that. Next time I'm going to talk to you more, Little Jedi. Yeah, everybody um, that I heard, everybody there just had nothing but good things to say about it. They had so much fun. Yeah. And the next morning when we woke up, I realized my jaws are sore and it took me a minute to figure out why. And I was smiling and laughing so much the night before that the next day my jaws were sore. <laughs> yeah, you said that to me in a comment as well. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I noticed immediately after the event, and he was presumably uh, waiting for his plane or his uh, Uber, I think he said, but Kyle posted five consecutive headlines. And I think his last head headline was something along the lines of uh, that he was basically showing off and saying, hey, I can post more than four headlines in a day. <laughs> I could do I whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yes. I'll, if we do that again, I will try to pitch him a better headline than I pitched him while we were there. But in this case, I, because I, I wanted one of those cards where he would re give, or he re was rejecting everyone, but he got a special card for doing so. So I picked a headline of mine that I never liked and that, but I had never quite gotten rid of. And I gave it to him because I knew it would be rejected. And I have my card, but I still feel bad. I, Wish maybe that I'd pick the headline that would actually make him laugh. That'll be my goal. I'll still be rejected next time, but this time I want it to make it harder for him. If you want to make it easy for your headlines to be rejected, just uh, say something horrible about people who play board games and then. Uh... Oh, 
Yeah, we need to get Mr. Adam Yenzer onto the forum. I mean, we were talking about this uh, off-air, weren't we, Prof, that uh, for those that have listened to the podcast, by the time this comes out, I think most people would have listened to the, the main podcast. Uh, during the reading of the subscribers submitted headlines this week, Kyle and Adam were just completely clueless uh, <laughs> why we'd all changed our, uh, our our profile names and, and icons. It was really hilarious to me, though. I mean, so as a customer, I found it really entertaining. That I could kind of see the the eyes, like the eyes moving, like trying to figure out as Kyle was reading those headlines. What's how come it's sender? How come everything's everybody's sender? And he and he goes, "Did he die?" And that was hilarious. <laughs> I was I just laughed out loud watching that. Uh, that was pretty funny. So, Kyle, if you're listening, the more you do that kind of stuff, the more we want to do this to you. So anyway. <laughs> yes, as he makes sure to stroke his beard every time he reads one of your headlines, you can go, you know, if you wouldn't do that as much, we wouldn't do this too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was great. Do you guys have anything else you want to add about Be Live? But yeah, the um the Saturday um during Be Live, then um we got to meet with all the subscribers that SDH put together and that that was a lot of fun. Gave us some more time for for everyone who was able to be there. So that was your brainchild, SDH, the the lunch afterward? Yeah, actually. So um, Kyle, I think, is the one at the beginning who was saying, let's do meetups the next day. And so I, you know, started looking around to see what, what we could do. And um, unfortunately, we had our uh, staff meeting at lunch, and so we couldn't eat lunch. So I, my, I would like next time is to not have a conflict between our meetups and the staff getting together. So I think I think there is a feeling that we'll make it longer for the staff to be there so the staff can do their thing separate from all the meetups. So we don't miss out. Yeah, you did, you because you did miss out. But I also wanted to say thank you because I really appreciated that time to get together. And everyone was like there. So lots of us got together. We had lunch together, hung out, got to talk to each other more. So that was a lot of fun. But yeah, it would have been nice if more of the staff could have been there at that time. Did everybody come over to the, we were there for the part afterwards at Billy Bob's and I, I've never asked anybody what the, did we lose some people between lunch at Cooper's and Billy Bob's or did everybody come over? Or? I think just about everybody came okay, over. I, I would guess we probably lost somebody, but probably people that we had to lose because they had flights or something to catch. So I, yeah, the, the whole thing, um, the whole event, the show was great. It was so funny and so well done. Um, as great as that was. I just like meeting everybody even better. That that was a yeah. lot of fun. And, yeah. and you know, just oh, go ahead. I would say Stanky called this out really well as well. But I think one of the things that surprised him and I surprised me as well was like you got to meet everybody. I like got to talk to Jarrett himself. He I got, we actually sang. He actually was willing to sing that "Joy to the Woke" song that I pitched a little bit ago. And like everyone was like super, ex- I mean, there are a couple of people for whom there are super long lines to reach, but it was super nice to be able to talk to the writers and other people that you'd seen only on um, camera before. It's like, these are all these famous people and I get to talk to them personally. This is great. And that is one of the most fun things is my inner picture of what people were from their, the way they interact and then meeting the real person. And this, how you kind of have to like realign your whole, but it's so fun now to go back and be interacting with people as they were, and then be able to picture them. And, you know, people I thought maybe were younger or older and people, you know, whatever. Yes. I don't know what I expected 
conservative prof to look like. But having actually now seen you, which thank sadly few few of our listeners will be able to say, I can say, well, you know what? Yeah, that makes sense. A conservative prof would look like that. But I had no clear picture of what a conservative prof would look like before. So, and I you still can can't kind of see my you all. my my antlers in the back, and I've got a pheasant hanging over there because I'm from South Dakota. So that's my. I'm in my office at school right now. So. Yeah, maybe a little later I'll have to show you around my office here because I'm at my office at go. work and I have, I have stuffs. Stuff. Prof, you just made some liberals' head explode with all of those dead animals Good. on your wall. I'm glad. Good. The more liberals explode, the better. <laughs> yeah, no problem with that. Yeah, well, Prof is a little bit like the Wizard of Oz, just this speaking head, which... <laughs> Behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Funny aside, but when we interviewed uh, Dissidente Didactico or whatever his current Spanish username or Mexican username is at the moment, I um, it, it kind of came out the wrong way because I had exactly the, uh, from his headlines, I, I'd actually imagined him a bit younger. And um, I actually said that to him, but it kind of came out in the wrong way. And uh, it kind of, kind of sounded like I was saying, hey, you're really old, <laughs> which is not what I meant. But of course, but you, you kind of build up a picture of what people are like, and, and from the, the headlines and stuff, we're all goofing off like we're middle schoolers, and uh, and then you realise this this very mature and sensible looking people behind uh, behind those avatars. So it is uh, it's good to hear you say that as well, SDH. I've had exactly the same thing, but obviously you've had the more experience of meeting everyone face to face than we have. We get to interview a few people here on We the People, but uh, it's still limited. But as the months go on, that will hopefully change. Hey? And personally, I got to do some new firsts during the trip too. Uh, we had never taken an Uber before, so that we were very impressed how smooth that all went. Uh, made it a lot easier. And I had not. I flew on a plane when I was in fourth grade, so basically, it was the first time flying for me. Awesome. And so, so that was pretty cool. Um, but we did not have a window seat. So the way there, the, per, the the guy that was next to us, he had the window open, so we got to see the clouds and just stare out the window the whole time. It was really cool. On the way home, no one around us had their window open. This is sad. And the, the person across from us, she opened it briefly for takeoff and landing, but the whole time they were closed. And so we didn't get to see the clouds. And what would happen if the plane would have crashed? I would have missed the whole thing. <laughs> you wake up and you're in glory. What happened? Where did I? <laughs> I really, really, really wish that they made bigger windows and airplanes. Definitely. I like that. That would be cool. Too. We'll, have to, we'll have to put in words uh, with, with Mr. Seth Dillon and ask for an upgrade for you next year. First class window seat. I have, as I've said in previous podcasts, I have never been to the United States. Uh, I, would, I have been on a plane before. Um, and uh, I have done international travel, but I would love to come to the USA. I've really, it's, as I said, I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but it's something you see almost daily in the news and media, uh, all the famous landmarks. You feel like you know it so well. Um, so it would be amazing to come over. Um, and how amazing would it be to see the country and get to meet all the wonderful Babylon Bee headline forum subscribers? That It'd be interesting to see what you're surprised at if you were able to visit the States. Like you've seen it supposedly in all these videos and such, but when you actually see it in person, I wonder what will surprise you. Yeah. I was like, I didn't um, know it was like this. I can imagine. Yeah. I've always had a bit of a childhood dream of doing Route 66 and probably things that no American 
think so. I mean, I th- again, I think I talked about this in a previous podcast, but I live for you guys probably in a very historic and beautiful part of the world where I've got some amazing cities and, and landmarks just 20, 30 minutes down the road, but I, I never bother going and visiting them. So That's really common. I grew up really close to Mount Rushmore. Only time I went was when somebody came to town that wanted to go see it. It is the way of things. As long as you're speaking about Europe, can I ask you a question there, Tish? Could you explain to the listeners what a zebra crossing is? Well, I, I, I posted on Not The Bee earlier today. Uh, Little Jedi, you're not on Not The Bee. You have to get on it. It's, it's, it's great fun. I, I posted um, a, a, a bit of a story today because I was uh, driving to, uh, to university, and uh, I had to stop to allow a, a family of ducks uh, to cross the road in front of me. And um, we, in England, we, or in the UK, we, we call it, I think you guys, what do you guys call it? A, um, is it a crosswalk? Crosswalk. Yeah. Crosswalk. Crosswalk. A crosswalk, yeah. We call that a zebra crossing. I just, po- I just posted without thinking about a zebra crossing <laughs> and all these confused comments from American <laughs> not the B subscribers, <laughs> including you, Prof. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Like, I figured out the context, but I had to do something to Zinya because I enjoy doing that. So I had to at least say something. I occasionally yeah. get mocks on. Yeah. So so what? Or, do you have zebras in Belgium? <laughs> no, but exactly, can, exactly. Can, They're running everywhere. Can I, just, can I just lay this argument to rest? Because I was going backwards and forwards with uh, one of the other subscribers on the it, it is pronounced zebra. Zebra. It has stripes, so I, I take it it's Yeah, the, it's the black and white in the road, the zebra pattern, I guess. Yeah, it's but, black and white. It just looks like a zebra or a zebra. Yeah. So, uh, so we, outnum- Tish- we outnumber you, so it is zebra. <laughs> That's right. Exactly right. Tej, can I ask you another question? Go ahead. Pronounce the word aluminum for me. Yay, I've been waiting to hear this. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, come on. <laughs> Everybody's waited to hear. This Come is on, a, this is a do new it. Mock the British segments on We the People. <laughs> uh, aluminium. There you go. Okay, I was waiting for that. <laughs> and here's oh. the reason. Here's the reason I know that you guys say it differently is I had an Israeli student, and she used the word aluminium, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, that's so complicated. I was like, what are you talking about? Aluminium. And she's like, and, and I was like, aluminum. We figured it out that she meant aluminum. So I, she told me that we're the only country in the world that says aluminum. Everybody else says aluminum. That is very and true. And we're crazy. And she's not. So that's what she was convinced anyway. Though when it comes to pronouncing very difficult to pronounce words, I noticed, conservative prof, that you have never yet responded to my headline saying that you should display your Welsh ancestry and pronounce that ridiculously long oh. Welsh town that we were <laughs> can't do we it. pushed my, into the word class. My, my great-grandmother, born in 1902, born in the U.S., she could speak Welsh free, fluently, like nobody's business, right? But she was the only one, because she learned it from her parents who came over, and she was born in the States, but her parents came over in the 1880s. And so she, she grew up with it and could speak it fluently. But that it ended with her. Um, that was the only one in the family who could speak it. But she had all in her, um, in their kitchen and dining room, they had all this Welsh stuff, like maps and the whole works, everything. And I would love to know where that all went. She was born in 1902. She passed away in 1996. 
I do have a picture of my oldest son with her, which is very special to me. Uh, we, she, by then, um, the family moved her down to Arizona, warmer weather, um, hoping that would help her to live longer, which it did. And so we made a pilgrimage when my oldest son was born. We drove down there so I can get a picture of her with him because I named my son after her husband, my great-grandfather, who passed away in 1988. He was born in 1900 and passed away in 88. So that was very special to me to get that picture because uh, I wanted her to meet her great-grandson who was named after her husband. So that was a big deal. And But yeah, she spoke Welsh fluently. And I have an Irish last name, so um, so that's my connection to where Tish is from, but so many, 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 many generations removed, obviously. Is Professor an Irish name? Yes, it is. Yep, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Somebody else made that joke on Not To Be Today, so that's a good one. <laughs> with with me today. Yeah. Happy St. Patrick. Yes. Yes, happy St. Patrick's Day. I, I found out at my great, 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 wait, yeah, great, great grandmother was Irish. Nice. Nice. So I'm not wearing green, but I'm drinking green today. So that's my diet Mountain Dew, everybody. So. Okay. Well, as, as long as you never set the can down, you'll be fine. <laughs> Uh-oh. Just o- o- always hold it. Always hold it. Okay. So I'm always so yeah, I'm wearing the, it then. Well, if it's if yeah. I'm drinking it, though, it's the green's inside of me then. Does that still count? Oh, but there's green on the well, can. Well, there is. Yeah. I, should, I don't have a pocket in my shirt. So maybe I'll tape it to myself. Maybe that's I'll do that. So there have been a few site updates um, since whenever we spoke last in our last podcast, and one that I think a few people have noticed, um, it's both on the Babylon Bee and not the Bee, and I, I went and asked the powers that be about this the other day because I was sort of confused about it. But if you click on my profile and you scroll down a bit on your profile, it has a current streak and longest streak in days. So um, my current streak on the Babylon Bee is 48 days. Um, my longest is 217 days. But I'm wondering if I was theorizing here and wondering if the major site update that happened last July didn't cut that because I know there probably has not been a day that I've missed in a solid two years. It's probably been even longer than that that I have not missed uh, liking something or commenting on something. So, but anyway, my shows 48 days. And longest streak of 217 days, but that's new. I think you might be right, though. My, my longest streak is 191. My current is 48 because obviously I took a break in January. Well, mine's 48 too. So, oh, really? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah, so the, interesting. Well, from the perspective of a mere mortal, does it, are these upside <laughs> updates announced anywhere? Because there have been many times on the B where I go, wait a second, that was not there the day before. So, no. like the ability to open one particular user and search within their headlines only for a word matching something was not a thing that I knew could be done until relatively recently. Dan and the crew like to mess with us. I think sometimes they just take enjoyment in changing things and just going, well, they figure it out, yes or no, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so, I don't mind that. It's fun to be surprised. Exactly. It's this fun to true. be surprised. Though you got to wonder if there are any Easter eggs where they're going, why has nobody noticed this yet? We put all this time, yeah. work, and effort into it, and no one has commented. Yeah, there was lots of people posting on Not The Bee as well, saying, what is this? And uh, some of us were letting our inner 12-year-olds out. When, when uh, I think 2 plus 2 is chicken asked me on Not The Bee, uh, it, says, it was talking about a streak, so I, I couldn't resist finding an appropriate GIF response. Uh, Just type in streaking in the GIF search, and you'll get some good ones. That's all you got to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> SDH is like, oh. she's not impressed. Is she? <laughs> she's, she should be used to it. My, my inner middle schooler comes out way more than it should. So I, it's hard for me to keep that back. Mine never goes away. Ah, there you go. <laughs> the secret. I feel like there's a lot that I don't even know that you guys all have figured out. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I'll hear about it. Everybody knows about it but me. Um, so this might come as a shock to you, but I'm a huge romantic. Um, yeah, a lot of times Mr. Kirkle will roll his eyes at me when I tell him his war movies are boring because there's no love interest. <laughs> so so um, when I heard this news, I was very excited. We have an engagement announcement. Dorley, if you have not seen this yet, and Tony S., are going to get married on April 1st in New York. So that's very exciting. Um, and I do have a quote here from Tony S. He says that she's absolutely wonderful. And from what I've seen, I would agree. Um, and also last uh, last Saturday, uh, Unleashed Milk got married. Unlocked Milk. Um, or, I'm sorry. Oh, I was... I was reading his little Jedi name. <laughs> An unlocked milk got married, um, not to someone in the forum, but um, five months ago he posted a headline it says "Local single father excited to be promoted back to local husband." Yes. And and so now he got married. That's, That's pretty Amazing. cool. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, and then just a couple others, of course, we know about Ruby the Wrecking Ball and Old House Radborn. I did not, um, They seem pretty happy. I did not happy. know about them until, yeah. uh, until yeah. the other headline was announcing yeah. uh, the April 1st wedding. So nice. Yeah, they met on the yeah. forum. They met on the forum. Yeah, so that's really cool. Are they Are they married? No. Okay. Yeah. They're yeah. a couple that met on the forum. Yeah. And then yes. also I real quick, okay. um, just to kind of, uh, this ties in with it too. Uh, Mr. Sender 38, if you saw a headline the other day, um, Love at First Spy, he told um, the story of his first date with his wife. And um, they were at a, an amusement park, couldn't find a ride, but they overheard some uh, another couple going on the same ride. So he said they poked a hole in a newspaper and followed him, pretending to read the paper. And... And, and that's how they find they found the ride that they were going on. And he said they had a wonderful date, and they were just so comfortable with each other. They knew that that just that, that God had a plan for them. And and he said that was 42 years ago. So that's wow. really cool. Um, yeah, just whenever I hear someone falling in love, living happily ever after, yeah, that's a good story. And I should mention that if for the 20-year-olds or the teens listening to this don't know what a newspaper is, go Google it and find out. <laughs> do we have any listeners of that age? I'm sure we do. We do. I'm sure we do. Remember, Reckless for Life is 17. Odominator. Is it Odominator 45? Yeah, yeah there, there's a few others. Yeah, there's young Daniel Quattro's 16 or 17, I think. Bert, who just don't joined is young. He's 16, I think. Yeah, we talked about that. And, uh, yeah. And Reckless for Life is always laughing at my local husband headlines. Ah, good. <laughs> that's really nice. I mean, that's that's really cool. And I know you saw that uh, as well, didn't you, SDH? I saw you getting excited about the first potential B forum wedding. Yeah, it's it's so cool. It's so neat that they met and they're, you know, 
and they're getting married. They met from, I mean, one in California and one in New York. I think it's amazing. I love it. So I presume one of them is going to move or are they both going to kind of meet in the middle? <laughs> I think I think Dorley said that they're going to spend some time in New York and some time in California. We should have them on. Hey, Prof, that would be nice to interview them and talk to them. I think that'd so. be yeah. cool. I think so. We'll try and get them on. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if anybody else has any stories like that or any new engagements happen, tag me because I want to know about them. So we're really excited to have Little Jedi with us this, this time around. It's, uh, it's great to finally meet you. I know lots of people met you already at Be Live and I've seen your face on those photos. And I think you were perhaps the, I hear you were potentially the the smartest person uh, present at, at B-Life. You certainly looks very, very well-dressed from the pictures I've seen of you. Kurgle's request? I saw it. She <laughs> said we had to dress in our finest. So I did. <laughs> I follow instructions. You were the nicest. Yep, you, you were the nicest looking one there. <laughs> I think you and, well, thank you and Jared. Jared's also uh, looking quite... Uh, yes, Jared was looking very nice. So I did, I don't know how many people noticed, but I, my tie actually is a Winnie the Pooh tie with little bees on it. So <laughs> oh. I had a little fun with my tie. You've, I mean, you've really taken the headline forum by storm. I mean, I was, I was in preparation for the interview, which was about two minutes before we hit record. I, I went to your profile and um, it said your first headline was only about six months ago. So am I right? Has it only been that long? The end of August. Wow. Yes. The end, so I don't remember the exact day. But it was the end of August 2022 that I finally decided, I'm going to try this thing. Because I, I joined the B, well, you'll ask me later, but I joined the B about a year ago because I was t- sending their memes to my brothers because they were so funny. My brothers and I have a WhatsApp channel that we use for sending jokes back and forth. And I thought, I've had so much fun sending these back and forth. I really don't know what got me onto the Babylon B in the first place. But I've had so much fun sharing these, I really should join. And so I joined as a subscriber in late April, and I peeked at the headline forum, and I said, this is lame, and I left. (laughs) Um, And that was about it. I don't know what got me into it, but something towards, I decided, well, let me try just one. Just let me try something. So I got a joke that I think I, it's probably not original to me, but I think it is, as far as to me it is. So I posted that, and then I got like 12 people who liked it, and I went, oh. Well, that's cool. What about this one? <laughs> and then, and then I, then I was, I was hooked. I was, I pitched. I've spent an ungodly amount of time <laughs> on Babylon B over the past six months or so, and it has been a blast. By and large, my wife is happy with it because a lot of the time comes out of time I was using for doom scrolling or reading various other forms of news, <laughs> and I spend so much less time angry at the news or being frustrated and upset with somebody who wrote an article that I can't argue with. Mm. And instead I'm making jokes or reading other people's jokes and laughing or finding ways to, Oh, that was really funny. Let me see if I can share this with more people. So it is, it has consumed a very large chunk of my time, but I have really enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, you joined just six months ago as your first headline. I've got it in front of me here. Uh, Liberal. If you have a problem government is not solving, you're not using enough of it. That was pretty good. You've got 30, <laughs> yeah. 30 upvotes. I've just, uh, I've just upvoted that. Oh, thank you. I think it was 12. I think I got 12 when it first started, if memory serves. Yeah, it's a take off the old joke that if you have a problem that violence is not solving, you're not using enough of it. Which is also funny because it is true. I mean, I can just 
a Death Star to the Earth will take care of just about every planet problem you have. But it, it, it is amazing. I mean, you're already at 5 million points, so many congratulations. We're celebrating, we've had a blast celebrating Little Jedi Day on the headline forum the last couple of days. Um, but uh, you're already, I think you've already caught, you're halfway to, to where Prof is at now with his points. And uh, you've only been on the, when you think about Prof, who's been a forum legend for the last, uh, what has it been now, Prof? Two, three years. I began to really get into the headline forum December, early December of 21. Sure. I've been a member since February of yeah, 19. That's right. And uh, obviously, Prof still remains the undefeated champion of the headline forum. It's my time is short, though. I, I have a feeling. Um, and maybe, uh, Little Jedi has already done the algorithm on this one because he's a computer programmer. He knows his stuff way better than me. He probably has the date. He probably has the date figured out when he's going to beat me. He probably actually knows that date and time. I have run the probably calculations, did. but it's no time. I knew you did. It, it, is, not, <laughs> yeah. it is not any time soon. Um, you okay. and I gain right. roughly the same number of points. I gain okay. slightly more than you, but not by much. So this will take a long time. And who knows as the future goes, I've... It could be, I currently mega do twice a week. I may find a person who'd like to take one of those days. Or perhaps B will make a change and allow people to, instead of mega duding, be able to like retweet a headline and then I'll be out of a job. <laughs> um, so we will see. But yes, currently it will, it will be a long time, but I will overtake you at some point or another. I, I knew you'd done the math. I knew it. <laughs> it's like a, obviously it. people listening yeah. won't see, but there was a, a slightly evil glint in your eye there, little Jedi, like I will. There was his his eyes turned red for a second there when he said this that. This is true. So, yeah, I, I, I did. I think I heard myself called out on the podcast as the one in rose tinted glasses or, or red glasses during the podcast, which is true because my glasses are tinted. Uh, it's actually for uh, I'm colorblind, and so mm. the glasses help compensate for that a little bit by making the world somewhat redder than it would otherwise be because my eyes tilt it towards blue. What else can we say? Because I think, um, the, I mean, the, the Megadoot, the whole Megadoot thing, I mean, I, I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm uh, obviously with the time difference uh, by the time I'm, I'm awake and on the forum, unless I'm really scrolling back through many notifications or going back through um, pages and pages of headlines, I, I, I would often quite miss a lot of the shenanigans that went on when I was sleeping. And uh, I think it was Prof alerted me to the Megadoots during one of our podcasts we caught, earlier podcasts, I think. I was like, oh, what's this? Okay. And uh, since then, it's just grown and grown and grown. And um, it's, it's just such a nice thing that you've brought to the, to the headline forum. And uh, it's, you know, it's one of the, the main reasons we wanted to start this podcast was to shine a light back into the forum through this channel. And obviously, you've got your channel of, uh, of what you do with the Megadude. Uh, maybe you could just tell us, how, how did you, what, what sort of inspired you to start that? Yeah, though I guess before I do, I think I want. If I recall, you had Lee Corey back on in December, and he mm -hmm. taught, and he took, gave a wonderful shout out to the Megadudes. That made my day, and I've listened to it two or three times. So I really appreciate you taking the time to give me such an extended um, shout out. I that was great. But yeah, Megadudes. So it's interesting because I have a perspective that you, none of you, have had for quite some time. So that I remember what it was like to be brand new on the forum and. I really liked, I mean, like I said, I really liked it. But one of the things I noticed as a very new person on the forum is there are at least, and I'm sure there's still some of it, I, and maybe it's the circles I run into, but he, 
for as much fun as people do have on the B, there's also people who feel overlooked and that like my headline was really good and it barely got any upvotes. And there was a lot, of, there's been a lot of discussion because like, like you said, I've, my point total has escalated ridiculously. And a lot of it's because of how the website has, um, the updates to the website have changed, especially how following works, that people with many followers will get far more up, upvotes than people without them. And it's not, and there's, so I stumbled onto some of those discussions. I stumbled onto other people sort of lamenting some of those side effects. And I think it's certainly not bad. The people with the, the most upvoted, the most upvoted headlines are indeed very funny. And the nice and the nicest, most popular people on the forum are very nice. But it is also true that there are headlines that are really good and no one's, and not very many people see them. And there are some people who've posted more than a thousand or 1500 headlines and have never yet been published or featured. And so I would see some of that as I was learning the forum. And I thought, well, I didn't exactly set out to solve it, but I wanted to, what I wished I could do is say, this headline is especially good. Because you're like, there's lots of stuff to like on the forum. And like I said, and I, and I do like a lot of it, but there's some headlines that go, that is really good. That is one of the best headlines I've seen today. And so I initially wished that I could give one headline many votes. And so I thought to myself, how could that be done? And I figured, well, if I post, a, if I post sort of a collection of these are my three or four favorite headlines of the day, then more people will follow them and give them more votes. And it'll be as if I could give them five votes or more. And so I thought, I will try this. I will see how this works. Um, so I posted it as Megadoot number one. I found my first, I thought, especially starting out, I wasn't sure how long people would tolerate with a Megadoot. And so I tried to keep things fairly strict, three headlines at most. And then, but it just kept growing because there were so many headlines I had to cut in order to make that decision. And some days I was going, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not cutting as many headlines as I have to in order to make this fit. So the headlines slowly grew in that way. And then one of the things that um, happened, so then I posted that. My intention was both to upload these headlines, but I thought that other people would say, oh, that's a good idea. I'll do it myself. And that many people would post their own Megadutes as headlines. And that didn't really happen. But what did happen is people started posting their own nominations in mine, which I always encouraged. And that was cool. And I liked that. And I encouraged it. And my first attempt was, I want to see more of this, was to, I said, I basically said that if you post a nomination of your own, I will look at your headlines and I will tell you which one of them is best. And that was not motivating. Apparently people are not motivated by knowing which of my, which of their headlines I like the best. So that was a failure. Um, but Kamari Tux, who you may remember, I think she's still very active on Not The Bee, though she's not as active on The Bee anymore. She was the one who I think initially gave me the suggestion, why don't I just send you my nominations throughout the day? And I went, okay, I think I know how to handle that if you do. And she did. And I said, wait a second. I got a lot more from you in one day than I've ever gotten from other people before. Perhaps the issue is just how easy it is. So I went, well, it's pretty easy to post a comment. So then I, I didn't know what would happen, and I was a little afraid, but I said, okay, here's what I want you to do. If you like a headline, post, just call me out, mention me in a headline, and I will post it at the end of the day. And that's how it started.
or at least that, that really gave them power and expanded their use. Because at least among other things, I got so many nominations that way that I felt, well, I, I almost never reject a headline. I do it from time to time when I just go, I think I, I did it because one time I didn't. Like there was someone who suggested, I don't like that, but fine. I'll put it on. And I felt bad about it. And goes, I never want to feel that again. So I decided that I, I rarely do it, but sometimes just go, I don't want to post that. So I don't. But I've only refused maybe half a dozen nominations. But because I was then accepting so many nominations, I went, well, I can definitely add a few more. And so I was able to add in all the ones that I wanted. And nobody appeared, almost nobody has ever complained about how big they get. Maybe a little bit. Um, that was how it started. And then part of, I was running it with an Excel spreadsheet. Well, first, I was doing it by hand. And then I kept making mistakes in it. And so then I said, well, computers solve this problem. And so I put it into an Excel spreadsheet. And then I was trying to get uh, see if people would help me. And not everybody has Excel. Like the first few people who were wanting to try it themselves didn't have Excel. And I went, um, everybody's got a web browser. And I know how to do this. So I rewrote it as a... JavaScript and HTML and CSS, and I put it all into a single web page. And I know you're not supposed to do that, but it's fine because it makes it into a single file that everybody can take. And then, but at that point, nobody used it. But by doing that, I'd made it even more powerful. So I could do things like script the beginning and script the end and some other stuff. So it was easier to do. And then eventually around Christmas, I was going to go on vacation. Partly, partly I was noticing I love doing this, but this is taking a really, this is taking a lot of my time and my family needs to see more of me. This is not sustainable for me to do this all the time. Mm. And then I was going on vacation for Christmas as well. And so I, I had an idea like, well, see if I can get anybody to help me over Christmas vacation. So I posted a headline asking for people who would be willing. I said, basically, if you want to, specifically, it was like, a, he who wants to mega do desires a good thing. Want to learn? 10 p.m. Zoom meeting tonight. And four people joined. And so I explained how it was done. And we divvied out the work. And they covered for me that particular week. And it was so much fun to see. Well, especially when it first started, I was so anxious isn't quite the right term, but I was so eager to see what they were doing. that I, I would like stay, I stayed up late every night looking, when is it coming? When is it coming? And then it would come out. And there were some errors. Some of it was just, I knew exactly how it worked. So I never made certain mistakes. And then they didn't know exactly how it worked. And so they made, I said, why would you ever do that? But fine, I can, I can put in some more programming to make sure that that particular mistake won't happen again. <laughs> And then I saw like some of them, especially like 10 ton VP is especially good at this. They add in commentary of their own for so many of the headlines. Mm -hmm. And that's really special. But like each person who does it brings their own flavor to it. And that's been a whole lot of fun, both because I spend less time doing it. My point totals are rising at a rate that is less ridiculous. Um, theirs, <laughs> and I, I do keep track of their point totals because it does amuse me to see them jump every, every time it is done. Sure. Um, and theirs are rising quite considerably. Um, it will be fun to see how this works out in the long term if every member of the Megadoot Council will be among the <laughs> highest scoring people on the forum. But it was fun. And I, so I got, I got back from vacation, and we'd never really settled what would happen afterward. I knew that I wanted to keep doing it, but we hadn't like set up a schedule. 
So I tried to make sure I did at least once a week or so, but then eventually I said, well, they all really like doing it. So why don't we see if we can do this so every single week we have a, we have a set schedule. So we set up one that usually works. The biggest complaint is the confusion it causes because people don't know who is the Megadoot person for any one day. That would be me. Um, I have requested <laughs> that a Megadoot account be created that you could just mention, and I have not heard back from that. Uh-huh. On the plus side, the way it currently works gets me a whole lot of extra points because mentioning me in comments gives me points. And so it is easy for me to know if you mention me in a comment, I know who's I know who it is for a given day. So I just quickly respond as this person. And it's and it's, people are getting better at it too, as they realize who who is assigned for any one day. So I don't get as many errant nominations on one day. And it really doesn't bother me if I do receive them. Yeah. So that's it's helpful that you're consistent every week. The same people do yeah. the same day every week. So eventually, we figure it out. Yeah, eventually. Some it's weeks we have to rejigger as one person or another has a conflict and they sure. can't cover it. But it's, sure. yes, it's working its way out. And if there was a Megadude account created, then that account would get a whole lot of points. So I'm selfish enough to want the points for myself. <laughs> and, and can I just say that I love it because, well, I think we had it. Occasionally we'll get, um, I'll see a headline in there that I missed that. Um, is great and it ends up getting featured. And um, the other day we had three, I think, featured from one Megadoot, which was a first. But um, it's it's very cool and very helpful, I think. I was a bit slow to the game, but uh, I really enjoy nominating people now. And it's, it's kind of a nice thing to do when you, you see a headline and you think, oh, that's so funny. And then it doesn't just have to end there with upvoting. You can say, I, I want to put a stamp on this to say I like it so much I'm going to nominate it and it's also nice to do uh, of course you know for the, the, the big players if I can put it like that but also and I think you refer to them as the underdogs or the yes the, yeah the people who, the who aren't uh, so well known in the forum I think it's a really nice thing to do you can just really throw the spotlight on, on those people so uh, it's and it, what was really what was really fun to see and correct me if I'm wrong Little Jedi but I think all of your little Padawans uh, met you at Be Live. Not all of them. Two of them weren't. Didn't. Two of them weren't there. And Truffle and B Starks Fifty Nine. Okay. Um, but they held down the fort and continued mega duting in our absence. But yes, the four four of us were there and did get to meet in person, and um, it, it was great. It's been really nice to see some people when they when they click uh, to mega dupe, they include a photo of the mega dupe logo, which Dissidente created. With yeah, that was a great logo. Thank you, Dissidente Redactico. And That's an awesome logo. They also include with the logo this nice photo of, of you guys uh, at the yes. live. Yeah, the Megaduke Council for yes. the photo of all of you that were there together. That's uh, uh, matched with the Photoshop of the Megaduke. Mm-hmm. That's been really cool to see that. That's the kind of stuff. I just love seeing that kind of stuff. That's Sweet. great. Yeah, I, I find it real helpful, too, because I'm not able to just constantly scroll mm-hmm. through all the headlines all day like I used to be able to. And so there's sometimes when I'll look at the mega dudes and I'll see some newer subscribers that I have not seen yet. And so um, that that's another way for me to find new people. But it's interesting you mentioned about creating a mega dude account. So I wonder if it's possible for Dan to include hashtags or something. So uh, you can do a search for hashtags, uh, hashtag mega dudes or something like that. That might be worth the... Yeah. One thing that they should be possible to do to create an inactive user named Megadoot. 
with that as the handle. And you can always spy on when a given user has been mentioned. And so you could just say, when has this person been mentioned? If it's your particular day and take nominations there. So mm. I asked for permission to create that account, but had not received it okay. yet. Well, we will see. We will, uh, we, will, we will slip a few crisp dollar bills under the table in SDH's direction. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm not the programmer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it has to go to Dan Dillon's direction. Yeah, But I think it is a nice perk that the people who put the extra work into compiling the Megadoot get the points. Yes, that I think is actually yeah. important That's because true. it is a lot Absolutely. of work. And I think they deserve mm -hmm. it. It's a lot yeah, of work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah, the only, I wouldn't, I, if, if we do get a account to post, there would be an account to mention, but not actually do the posting from. So you'd lose some yeah. of the points for the referrals, but those are probably minor in comparison to the points you get from actually posting the Megadoot. Yeah. Every time good. I see how you guys do that Megadoot with <laughs> how you uh, highlight everything and all that, I'm just like, goes over my head, okay? I'm just like, okay, I'm glad you guys know how to do this, and I'm going to be one of your biggest fans of going through that, but please don't ask me to actually create one because I'd just be like lost. <laughs> I'd be like, what in the world? So anyway, that's just me. So SDH, I think you have to, uh, to 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 slink away back to your busyness in the with the bee. So we'll uh, we'll let you go and and continue. Unfortunately, without you, but it's been great to have you on the on the call with us. Thanks so much for your time. It's been really fun to talk to y'all. Thanks for inviting me. Good to see you again. Bye, SDH. Bye. Great to see Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Well, we were able recently um, to have a new celebration in the forum. Um, it's pretty exciting. Mr. Sunder 38 hit 5 million. Yes. So, yep, we, we had big day for him. It's a lot of fun. Got his name in the word cloud. All day. All day. And he and his character is Uncle Rico. So yeah. um, I think there was quite a few uh, Uncle Rico and uh, jokes about Napoleon Dynamite and whatnot. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I also adopted the Uncle Rico avatar, but I, I put those uh, boss sunglasses on on my avatar. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah, I noticed that. That was that was pretty good. <laughs> and now my regular avatar has them on as well, which is pretty I, pretty nice. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. <laughs> yeah, the, the name I didn't actually. I Uncle Rico was the main theme, but I actually chose for my avatar. I think Archie Bunker, who I think he was using Archie Bunker at the he time was. that I first joined. And so that yeah. was my, always my idea. This is how Mr. Sender really looks. And when he <laughs> changed his avatar, I went, you don't look like that. And so he will always look like Archie Bunker. For, oh, funny. Until I actually see him in person, in which case we'll see. Yeah. And, you know, I, I saw Napoleon Dynamite when it came out and I thought it was such a boring, stupid movie. What? Heresy. Heresy. You're correct. But Heresy. <laughs> But after being on the forum and using the gifts from it all the time, I watched it again recently and I did find it funny. It was better than we gave it credit for. Because I, yeah, I agree with you yeah. on my initial impression. I went, I don't understand why people love this movie. Yeah. But I do recognize the usefulness of its gifts, so I should give it yeah. another watch. Yeah, so I you know, whenever I think in a Napoleon Dynamite, I think of the forum. And so now I like the movie better. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. And uh, we, I mean, we've, we've only had Prof, obviously, yourself, Kurgle, and, and now almost within days of each other, Mr. Sender and, and yourself, Little Jedi. And Veldsbada. So, 
We yep. shoved Veld's bottle Veld. over the limit. And, yes, and, and, and we pushed him over. Against his wishes, I, I think I can say. I, do, I did wonder <laughs> if he had deliberately s- slowed his progress. And he, by yeah, removing he his headlines, he did make it difficult. Yes. But not impossible, if you know people like Reckless for Life and Donnie yeah. Alquatro and some <laughs> others. Yep. The, the people can do anything. That's right. <laughs> One of the things people may have seen me do is I was campaigning hard to get three headlines read on the podcast, and I believe I failed for one of them, that it was so close, but I failed, so I wish to read it because I really liked it, and I am sad that it didn't get read on that podcast, but it will get read now if I can find it. Ah, yes, this is Kane Sickles. Rookie, rookie FBI agent Jeff Larson digs into Mr. Sender's antique teen laundry pile in search of classified updates and is bumfuzzled, finding a redactatronated report comparing AOC's IQ to an AFW. That would have been so much fun to have read on the podcast. That one was great. That covered that covered all the tropes. That covered all I the tropes that, that we've had lately. Yeah. Anything great. with bumfuzzle. Come on. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly. just gold. That is your word. And you ignored my call out. I specifically uh. asked you for... I mentioned I, oh. I see your name on this page when I mentioned you and you ignored me. So this is your fault. Please mention me again. I must have missed that completely. I, do I will do so. And actually, gonna... hang on a second. I'm going to edit this comment because I'm curious what happens when I do this. If I make a non-zero change and save it. Let me see if you get another one. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> but anyway, we can see. Okay. You've posted a headline since we've been recording and uh, we've, we've helped create a, a headline in real time. <laughs> we did, so I thank you for the assist. We'll see how it does. Oh, you're very welcome. So I think, uh, Little Jedi, you've got a list of uh, people that, uh, an extensive list of 60 people or 60 users who changed their usernames uh, accordingly to, to honor Mr. Sender. I don't think we've got time to, to read them all out, but maybe you could just uh, give us a rundown of your top 10 favorites. All right, let's see here. Who is this? Like, for example, well, I've got to start with. 1010 BP, who did Mr. Sender 10. Um, Blue Steel, who did Mr. Sender Over Them Mountains. <laughs> Carolyn won Mr. Sender Gravy. I want to mention her in particular because she really had trouble changing her name, but she kept at it and she eventually did succeed in changing her yes. name. So well done. Um, dang it, Kyle was dang it, Mr. Sender. <laughs> um, emotional Support Python was Emotional Support Sender. Fishy the Penguin was Miss Fishy the Sender. The Senderwin? Yes, Senderwin. <laughs> FL Max was Tio Rico. <laughs> and Mr. Uh, and then Friendly Sentient AI was Mr. Friend no, Mr. Sendly Sen- Sendient AI. Well done. Uh, Gary Berry 48 was Sender Downrange. Um, Kurgle was Sendery McSenderface. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mr. Sender 38 himself was real Uncle Rico on that particular yeah. day. Yeah. Um, not sure either was Mr. Sender, not Mr. Sender either. <laughs> and of course, Reckless for Life was Reckless Sender. <laughs> oh, and Ransom, after I posted those names, Ransom was upset that he was not able to, that he hadn't changed his name. So he changed his name after the fact. And his was, hey, Mr. Sender man, tally me banana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Prof, what was your name changed to? Because you you got some cons- buddy. Consendative Sender. <laughs> That's great. It's, it's fun we can do that. And I think uh, 5 million 
celebrating people at five million points, it's, it, it is quite rare at this stage. So I don't think we're in danger of uh, being overwhelmed with uh, a flurry of subscribers reaching five million points. But uh, there are some uh, some of your Padawans are, are getting there. Hey, little Jedi. So uh, we shall watch this space with interest. Indeed. We shall watch their careers with special interest. <laughs> Good reference there. Okay, so now it's time to ask little Jedi some questions. Um, a lot of subscribers have um, have posted some questions, so we'll see what he has to say. Um, the first one I'll read here is from Strike Engineer, and he wants to know, little Jedi, what process do you have running your brain? Because uh, he thinks you're probably partially a cyborg. <laughs> Nothing terribly special. I'm a highly intelligent person, but it's one of those cases where, as I went through college, in just about every class I took, I was among the top, but I was never the top. Very smart, but there is always someone smarter. This one is from Alola Richu, if I'm saying mm -hmm. that correctly and not entirely Raichu. sure. Raichu, okay. Um, what's your favorite Star Wars quote or, or favorite Star Wars meme? Ooh. I really love the entire sequence when Yoda introduces himself. Like, how far away is Yoda? Will it take us long to get there? Not far. Yoda, not far. Soon you will be with him. So <laughs> tell me, why would you become Jedi? Well, mostly because of my father, I guess. Father? Powerful Jedi, was he? Hmm, powerful Jedi. <laughs> Wait, how could you know who my father was? You don't even know who I am. I don't even know what we're doing here. We're wasting our time. I cannot teach him. This boy has no patience. He will learn patience. Much anger in him, like his father. Was I any different when you taught me? No, he is not ready. Yoda. Ben! Ben, tell him I'm ready! Ready are you? What know you? Ready. For 800 years have I trained Jedi. My own counsel will I keep. And who is to be trained? A Jedi must have the deepest commitment, the most serious mind. This one, a long time have I watched. All his life has he looked away to the future, the horizon. <laughs> Never his mind on where he was, what he was doing. Adventure. <laughs> Excitement. <laughs> a Jedi craves not these things. You are reckless. So was I, if you remember. He's too old. Yes, too old to begin the training. <laughs> but, I've, but I've learned so much. Will he finish what he begins? I won't fail you. I'm not afraid. Oh, you will be. You will be. That's my favorite story. Can I, can I add that was all from your memory, I believe? I don't think you yes. had that on your screen. So No. Okay. It's interesting because I think this is actually true for many missionary kids. We remember movies really, really well. Like we would – any missionary kid I've ever met or worked with, we can quote movies. I'm unusually good at this because I – my siblings and I were picking rocks out of a field for chores because my parents thought it would do us some good. <laughs> um, and we would amuse each other. Like I wanted to see how far I could get and I quoted the entire – movie of Beauty and the Beast, I believe without flaw, yes. from beginning to end. Um, I used to do that I, as well. 
Yes. And I could do, I got quite far in Aladdin, but they stopped me because they were going, this is, this is too much. It's interesting because I can't do it for Star Wars. I can quote any one scene probably perfectly, but the, remembering the scene transitions, like what scene comes next, I, I don't remember them perfectly. It's like something about animated movies makes it easier to, for me anyway, yeah. to remember the scene transitions. Yeah. But yes, I, I have an extensive, I can quote a lot of things. Um, especially movies that I saw when I was a kid, especially Star Wars, because I love Star Wars and especially Return of the Jedi, because that's the best of them. Mm. (laughs) It was nice to hear you do your Yoda impression as well. Well, I can do, I can do his laugh. I'm not sure what it sounds like. I I hear it in my own head, but uh, (laughs) that's pretty good. Yeah, that that was good. I don't think I could do as well. Mm -hmm. I I can do some of the Yoda noises, but actually talking in sentences. Talking about growing up as a missionary kid, that reminds me of a, I mean, you've maybe answered this already, but um, I know Ted Sun VP posted the question, what was one of the best things about growing up as an, uh, as a, as an MK, he puts, which I mm-hmm. had no yeah. idea what that meant until... Uh, it stands, yeah, it stands for missionary kid, and yeah. we would call it that. Um, Apart from memorizing uh, Beauty and the Beast. I guess one of the things that I think is unusual about the missionary field is I got back to the United... It's like sort of coming back to the United States. And I realized, wait a second, I have to pick a denomination now. Because there, over there, you're like, you're so few that you are forced to work together with denominations that you would usually find disagreements with. And mm-hmm. so, like, we would have Assemblies of God people working with Baptists, working with Koreans, working with, we even worked with Seventh-day Adventists and um, Amish people. So that sort of, there were disagreements and there were some issues that I was less aware of when I was younger. But that sort of sense that we are one church and that even even coming back to the States, you feel like we are one body worldwide, no, ma- no matter our differences between cultures. So that sort of denominationlessness was one of the things. So it, I'll hold the rest of that answer until you ask me why I am, why my favorite denomination is Baptist. But um, <laughs> that's one of the things I remember most about being a missionary kid. Awesome. Okay, so um, you're talking about being a missionary kid. So uh, this question is from Korokala. What was Mongolia like, and did you drink yak milk? Uh, a little bit. It's more common for Mongols to drink um, mare's milk, and they'll ferment it. So fermented mare's milk or ayrak would be a very common drink there. And it is very much an acquired taste. It tastes. My dad says it tastes like a cross between champagne and buttermilk, and that's inaccurate description it's but it's it's something you can adapt to i remember i didn't generally like it but you can you can drink it mongols mongolia is one of those places where as far as i know no person who is not born in mongolia will live in mongolia and say that they really like the food there it is a not that sort of but i mean the food is okay but it's i have no craving for mongolian food um well Okay, that's some of it. That's pretty good. But yeah, so uh, Eric, and what's it like? It's if you've ever been to the American West, like um, Eastern Montana, uh, Nebraska, to some extent North Dakota. That sort of um, brown, short brown grass, being able to see as far as you can go. One of the things I think is most eerie for anyone here in most people here in the United States, though you can get a few places like it in Kansas, is. You could drive from the capital city maybe 20, 30 kilometers, and then the paved road would go away, and you'd never see it again. 
outside of a city. And if you could stop the car and get out and listen, and you'd hear nothing but the wind, and you would look in every direction, and you're seeing 10, 15 miles in every direction. You see one little gear over there, one little gear way over there. That sense of how small you are and how quiet it is is scary, but also really cool. It's one of the things I missed most about the place when we came back to the States is, is you, this place is never quiet in the United States, or just about never. But I did, like, I found this one little spot uh, last winter where the snow had fallen, and so it was dampening all the sounds. I found this one little valley where I got into it. I stopped, and I stayed there for a few minutes because there was no, I could truly hear nothing, and it was great. Yes, so. This is from Murph. Okay, Murph has been, I think, maybe one of the biggest cheerleaders on the forum. This is true. And Murph says... Does Little Jedi's mega brain ever allow him to sleep? Yes, it does. Actually, I sleep quite well. My mm-hmm. wife it, my wife is envious of me in this particular way that um, I almost never have any trouble getting to sleep. If I have anxiety, which I do, it's generally in the morning. I wake up with it, but I don't go to bed with it. And it almost never wakes me up, and it almost never uh, keeps me awake late at the night. So I sleep easily. That's a blessing. I'm going to ask one more question. I'm just going to hog a spot here. This is from Nicholas um, through an email to us. Uh, tell us the source of your username, Little Jedi. Hmm. It's something that I picked for myself when I first came back to the United States in 2000. So it's a long, old username for me. And for me, I mean, I love Star Wars a whole lot. So being a Jedi would mean a lot to me. And I thought to myself, well, I can't be a real Jedi, or at least a, a full Jedi, but maybe I can be a little Jedi. And hmm. so... That's what I put into my name, besides it was available um, on uh, the email account that I had at the time. And so I have used it with minor ever since in most places as I can. It is rarely taken. On occasion, it's taken. And if so, then Z Little Jedi will usually be available for me. So was that supposed to be a reference to Yoda being short no. or not? Just, just that was just no, kind of more it was it, it was kind of fun. But, but that was not the intention was. I felt it would be arrogant to call myself a Jedi, but I could call myself a little Jedi. <laughs> but it did work out nicely for Yoda memes over the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's why I wasn't sure if that was a, a, meant to be a reference to Yoda or not. I wasn't entirely sure, so now I know. Speaking of anxiety, I've got a question from Lee Corey, by the way, and you've kind of touched on this already a little bit. So, but see if there's anything else you can add to this. So he says, based on a recent post from Little Jedi, it sounds like you can spend as much as three consecutive hours a day combing through notifications and building a Megadoot when it's his turn to do so. The thought of how much time he devotes to this endeavor causes me anxiety. Please ask, please ask Little Jedi what tips and tricks I can use to help relieve this anxiety that he is directly responsible for. Winky, <laughs> winky emoji. Nice. Um, part of it is, I think, stop feeling like you can personally by yourself recognize everyone on the forum. For very few people, is it even possible for any one person to read the he- all the headlines in any one day? Um, even if you do read them all, you're probably doing it in such a rote way that you're not really understanding. Or Like, it is not your job to recognize everyone on the forum. And so, except it cannot be done by a human, and therefore, it is okay. So that was one of the things that helps me in some ways deal with anxiety, that 
It's built into God's design of the universe. It's not even part of the fall. The fact that you can only do one thing at one time, and that your brain can only hold a certain number of things in it, what means it is impossible to do every good thing that can be done. Therefore, it must be okay that not every good thing can be done. So feel, don't feel that you're letting people down because you can't read all the headlines. No one can. But together, you can read some of them and you can read and you can up and you can megadute them. And then together, we can read all the headlines. Together, we read all the headlines, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think, try to be like, I am not personally responsible for recognizing all the good that happens on the forum is I hope helps with it. Okay. So one more question um, from me. Uh, I'm going to read one from Reckless for Life. And she wants to know, Little Jedi, why are you such an amazing person? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that would ultimately have to, of course, go back to God. Mm. Um, One particular story I think will help is that I was well on my way to becoming a good little Pharisee as a teenager where I kept all the rules. I read, I read my Bible in a year. I read, I, um, I knew all the answers to various questions and everything was good. Or I thought was good. And then, um, I had a, went to a, uh, youth camp that my young, that my uncle put on in Florida. We were on furlough at the time and it changed my life because it meant that I got to know God as someone like, like to love who cared about you, who actually loved you and cared about you personally and was less interested in all the good things that you could bring, all the little checkbox, all the good check marks you could win. And that sense of being loved by God changed me in a way that it made a huge difference in how I related to other people and how I related to yeah, it changed my friendships. I made friendships when we went back to Mongolia that I'd never made before. I'd like been going to high school and I'd barely gotten to know this one other person in my class. And um, I was just there to, I was there to get straight A's. That was my point. Um, and then when I got back, I got to know her and she was my best friend in Mongolia. And I am so rich by having gotten to know her um, and by the other friendships that I made there. And I think the other thing that happened around the same time was I read um, John Piper's book, Desiring God, mm-hmm. where he posits that the thing that makes, let's see, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him, mm-hmm. that the chief end of man is to glorify God, and he will praise it by enjoying him forever, that enjoying God glorifies God. He points out that it's a false way to see morality, that it's something disinterested. Like, I love God because out of the goodness of my heart because of how good I am, and I don't really feel much about it. But if you were treated like that by your wife, that would be an insult. If your wife loved you because she was such a good person and not because, well, she desired you. It's, so therefore, if you desire to love God from your heart, then, well, the, that does God honor. So yes, those, those things made a big difference to me. Mm. Okay, so I've got another question for you, little Jedi. This comes this comes from Stanky Stankowitz. What was your favorite skit or onstage moment from Be Live? Oh, favorite skit or onstage moment. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I'd have to say I think the award show. 
going through the, cause it was just, you wouldn't know each, like I didn't know what the award was and I wouldn't know who was going to get it. And I wasn't sure if they were all going to be satirical or if there was going to be some legitimate awards granted there. And of course we had Kyle, sla- Kyle jumping up on stage to slap the moderator, <laughs> to slap the moderator during it. So that was very funny. So that was probably my favorite, but they were, they were all good. I saw that because uh, obviously Prof and I weren't there. Uh, so our first taste of outside of the photos was seeing that, uh, that, that video, uh, unless I missed anything else, but that was the first one I saw. Yeah, that's on the first the, one that I can think of too. And the only and, one yeah, so far. That was very funny. Uh, <laughs> <that> <laughs> Excellent. I've got a question here from G. Fanson. And uh, G. Fanson asks for uh, Little Jedi for your thoughts about the growth in the forum. And should the Babylon Bee advertise more about the forum itself? I'm not sure there's really any Babylon Bee marketing about the forum. I didn't really know until after I joined it. And it wasn't what I expected. It was much, much more than I expected. That's a good question. It's interesting because the forum appear from the way I look at it, we're we are we appear to have like leveled off. We we appear to have about fifty, forty some to fifty pages of content a day. So in terms of sheer number of headlines, that appears to be fairly static over these past few months. And I'm somewhat surprised at that. I thought it would continue to grow in that way. In terms of whether Babylon B should advertise more. I guess it probably should. We should share the love with more people. But part of me wonders what would happen to the forum if it had mm. lots more people in it. Part of what makes it what it is is the number. And what works at 50 headlines a day, or 50 pages of headlines a day, will it work at 100? So, but I guess probably, yes, it should. I would be sad to lose some of what we currently have, but you gain new things. So mm. world changes. It wouldn't surprise me if changes come, and I know they've talked about, I think it was on the, the podcast from last week, um, they, they talked about in the subscriber portion, some ideas that they had about the forum. I think it was in response to a mailbag question they had. And um, I, I know they've been talking, making it more like Not The Bee and having more of a social aspect to it. And Not The Bee has a really nice uh, social. I had a different take on that, that they were saying more that, Basically, where people want more of a social aspect of it, they're pushing more people to use not to be because it was designed for it and trying to okay. keep the headline forum more as it is, as a headline okay. forum. Part of me wonders if anyone on the Babylon Bee is upset with what I've done with the Megadoot because I think I've made it. Uh, if, if, the, if the point of the forum is to generate headline-worthy things that you could actually publish, um, there's... If I was looking back over my own headlines, there's a large number that could not be published. They're either quotes, they're internal jokes that no one else would get. Or um, so if so, I hope they don't mind if I'm subverting the forum out from under them for my own evil purposes. <laughs> but um, that would be interesting if they actually would like to make the forum more pure in some way. You know what? I think the powers that be at the B are okay with the way it's going, honestly, because. Mm. It does build that sense of community, and it does allow people who are, for the most part, fairly like-minded, who want to get to know other people who think the way they do, um, generally conservative and Christian. Um, there's that camaraderie that you find in the yeah. forum, mm. and I think the B is realizing that's really powerful. Like, There's power in having that community that people will pay $100 a year to be a part of, right? Mm. Um, so while it was really 
a, a means to an end to get published headlines. And, you know, probably 75, 80% of mine I'm trying to get published. The others, though, I'm just trying to have fun, right? And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. You're, um, by giving a quote, by just doing something funny, like with our bum fuzzle and um, <laughs> our, our fake FBI agent, Jeff Larson. Um, a recent new one is the, the fourth fictional Hemsworth brother, Gerald, who eats mm-hmm. everything. Um, you know, it's fun to do those. You know, it, is it, fun. it, it does add a lot to the community. Um, the Megadute does. Um, we should think of Nicholas and mm-hmm. the Convo Dute that they do. Um, that's a husband yes. and wife team. Um, the Convo Dutes, they're doing once a day. So that means you have to save one of your four to do that, right? So, oh, yeah. um, But that just illuminates what happens in the forum. And I think that's a very good thing. So I highly doubt the folks at the B are uh, concerned about that because I think as long as people are uh, paying to be here and they're not breaking the rules, you know, whatever the rules are. Um, you know, I, I, it's very okay. Um, Ruby, the wrecking ball does her gift parties. Those are funny. Um, you know, as we're just trying to have fun, right? I mean, it's a crazy world and you just wonder where society's going. And just to have this community of like-minded people to not feel alone and feel like there's people out there that get me, right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. understand me. Yeah. There's a lot of power in that, right? I mean, it makes it's true makes life better um you know and it's a um you know the dylans and uh their vision and what they've done and kyle and and the team in california um are doing wonderful things and just to be able to have that forum piece of it that we can all connect with each other is just a wonderful thing a powerful thing yeah amen brother It's been really great to hear all those questions. There's loads we didn't get around to. And I know some of you asked questions that uh, have been answered already um, in in our general backwards and forwards with Little Jedi. And uh, I know, Little Jedi, you asked off the air a moment ago, can I go through those questions and answer any that we haven't got around to? And the answer is unequivocally yes, a thousand times yes. So uh, we do apologize to those of you that we thank you so much to everyone that submitted all those wonderful questions and our apologies for not being able to get around to all of them. Our time is limited and we are running out of time and uh, you you need to get on, unfortunately. Uh, we'll miss you, but uh, we want to respect your time as well. So we're going to keep things rolling with Little Jedi just for a few more minutes and uh, we'll say goodbye to you and uh, look forward to seeing you hopefully on another future episode of We The People. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And Little Jedi, it was great to see you again. And thank you for for being on and um, helping everybody get to know the man behind the Mega Dude a little bit a little bit better. So, um, and it was great seeing all three of you again in, in SVH earlier too. So, definitely. So, I guess until next time. Until next time, it's great to until see you. Until next again. time. Yep. Okay. Bye. Adios. Stop! Who would cross the people bridge? Must answer nigh these questions five. Head into the golden bathtub he dives. Well, it's that time of the podcast for us to get to the famous five questions. And because we don't get paid to do this, we can't afford to have ten questions. So if anybody ever wonders why we don't have ten questions like the B guys do, we just not in our budget. So that's only the only reason why. So maybe someday we'll have a budget for that. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and ask the five questions for Little Jedi. And Tish, I'm going to let you take it and start with the first one. As is the case with many of our guests, we've heard a little bit of this already 
from you, little Jedi. But when did you receive the Babylon Bee into your heart? So I joined the forum. Well, at least I joined the. I signed up as a subscriber in April of last year, but I don't really count it until I posted my first headline in late August, twenty twenty. And how did you? And I think we talked about this earlier, didn't we? But how can you remember exactly how you found out about the bee? Was it through? Social media. I cannot remember. I think it might be that my brothers tweeted me one of their jokes, and then I started review reading their articles more frequently. Sure. And it was definitely the articles and sharing them with my brothers that made me feel like I owed it to the bee to subscribe. And are your brothers subscribers? They're not. So this is a pity. Because mm-hmm. so, <laughs> they could like upvote, they could upvote my headlines. Exactly <laughs> right. That's all in the family that way. Yeah. <laughs> So let me ask you a question. What's a favorite headline that you have submitted? Let's see. For time's sake, I imagine... Ah, ha, ha. If I can only do one, I'm doing this one. This is a quote, because I often do quotes and I like them. I need a few of you to go to college so that I can afford food and heat. Please, conservative prof. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was very nice of you to include that one. I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. This is uh, not to be posted a story the other day about more people of after high school are choosing more trade schools versus college. And I made a comment out there, please, somebody go to college, right? I mean, please, somebody do that <laughs> and choose accounting and finance as your majors or minors, please. Also, uh, that's it's kind of important for me. But yeah. Well, thank you for saying that one. That's great. Thank you. You're welcome. OK, question number three. What? Fast food menu item is the result of the fall. Hmm. Oh, it's that uh, potato thing that they'll give you for breakfast. It's like a mashed up fried potato thing. It's yucky. Uh, like I don't eat them. I don't, but my like wife likes them. At McDonald's, or do you mean? Yeah, like, like, but like many places will serve it too. Like a hash browns. Yeah, hash browns. Okay, they're it. they're greasy. That's for sure. It'll stick with you for a while. Yeah. yeah I guess maybe especially McDonald's hash browns. Yes, I get well, it. I have had salt, some good ones that I like, but not at McDonald's. Depending on the salt level, the World Health Organization may be at the door to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> they will assault you for having salt. Yes. Hey, so be careful. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, thank so. you. I'm with the pun master here, so hey, I got to sure. learn something. Okay, let me ask you the next question. What is your favorite denomination, and why is it Baptist? That's a good question. Uh, I do find I agree theologically with Baptists. I'm actually not aware of any significant doctrine I disagree with them about. Um, the biggest reason I'm not a Baptist is they're so arrogant about being right about everything. <laughs> um, I'm probably raise your most... hand if you believe that's true. Oh, don't raise your hand. Then you're not Baptist anymore. Okay, sorry. Um, I do. My wife... Uh, it comes from a Dutch Reformed background, and so I find I like Reformed theology in most things, but I don't hold with infant baptism. Uh, it's not a thing I'll split a church over. I've attended a church where we do, and my 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 children were baptized as infants because. But it's not a thing that I would have done myself had it not been a thing that my church holds with. So, mm. but I am, yeah. So I guess I, I'm not. Firmly part of any one denomination. My current church is evangelical free from Sweden, and I like them just fine. Okay, final question then. If the FBI raided your house, how many My Pillows would they find? Uh, one. 
I have one. My wife uh, does, isn't really a fan of my my pillow, and she is thankfully a fan. Like I, several years ago, I was in one of those desperation things where I had not bought my wife. It was either a Christmas present or a birthday present, and I was like going to I think Sam's Club in particular. I, was like, I have to find something, <laughs> and I found her a pillow, and I went, "Ah, oh, I like this pillow," and um, it, and I get and I gave it to her, and at first I thought this was a complete bomb because. It like it's it's it reeked when we took it out of the packaging, and so it like had to air out for months, which was really terrible. But after six months later, when she started, she loves that pillow. Like it, it's one of those that keeps you like cool on one side, hot on the other. She loves that pillow. So it's, I don't even know what brand it is anymore because it's not a my pillow, but she loves it. But I do have a my pillow myself, and I like it. And I think I got a my pillow bathrobe for my daughter, and she likes that. So one. I wonder if when we announce to people that we'll be interviewing them, if they're going out quickly to buy my pillows in anticipation of this question. Should we see if we can get a sponsorship from Mike Lindell to sponsor our podcast? That would be good. Actually. To do. Yeah. And I can get myself a nicer, a nicer headset or a new microphone. So I think, uh, Prof, you know, I've got a, a busy April coming up, but uh, we'll, we'll try and get another episode out. Uh, I mean, we've got the Easter break coming up here. I'm going to be quite busy preparing for. Um, uh, I'll be interning after the Easter break at a school locally. Uh, so that's going to be quite a lot of preparation, but hopefully we can find some time uh, before then to to get another episode out there and we'll, uh, we'll have a good think before the next episode who, who we can get on next. Hey? Definitely. We'll figure that out. We'll figure that out and we'll let the community know as we always do. Uh, so don't forget to, if you're not subscribed to We The People already, please do that. You can do that by going to Babylon B forward slash podcasts and you'll if you're a Babylon B headline forum subscriber you will see us in the community forum podcasts and you can subscribe there you can also click through and leave comments and interact with us that way as well uh, and you can also email us as well at beeple.podcast at gmail.com so if you've got anything you want to send us feel free any audio any questions anything silly feel free to send it and we'll do our very best to consider it uh, as podcast material. Maybe you've got a segment idea that you'd like us to do. Uh, just throw it at us and we'll see what we can do with it. So this is a community podcast and we're, we're really keen just to try and uh, let this place be a reflection of what's going on in the forum. So gentlemen, with the exception of God the Father, who is eternal, all good things unfortunately do have to come to an end. So we're going to have to land this plane. We're going to have to end this podcast. Uh, it's been a lovely talking to you, little Jedi. It's, uh, it's a shame. The time has flown by. And uh, obviously, the, the end result of this podcast is usually around an hour, but uh, we've obviously been uh, talking for quite, quite a bit longer than that. And it's been really nice to, to get to know you. And obviously, I would say put a face to a name. I have seen your picture already, but it doesn't quite beat meeting you in a real context as it were even though it's online uh, it's been really nice to, to get to know you and uh, just hear your heart a little bit and get to know who, who's behind the mega dudes it's, uh, it's been really cool oh, thank you it's good to see you in person as well and it's great to see Prof because I've seen you before because I watched your interview with the, with um, on the Babylon Bee itself but I've never seen Prof before so I'm elusive cool I'm hard to find it's true <laughs> but I am a real person despite what some people think so it is true <laughs> Thank you for being on, Little Jedi. We really do appreciate your time. It's been a lot of fun to visit with you and get to know you. I've really enjoyed it. May the Force be with you. 
it either has gotten better or my taste buds have gotten worse because I can now tolerate it. Like that, that Coke Zero stuff is actually pretty good. And I've had diet, I've had Dr. Pepper that's zero sugar. That's also quite good in my experience. So they're getting, they seem to be getting better. The zero sugar stuff is better. Yes. I think. This I have discovered to be true. <laughs> you are, uh, you are talking about a potential headline there, little Jedi. Rookie has Rookie wife. No, no, buys. no. This is rookie wife. Rookie wife rookie purchases wife. Diet Mountain Dew for yes. Rookie wife purchases Diet Mountain Dew for husband, thinking he will not be able to tell the difference. There you go. That's a good one. I need to post. 